Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, an internet program. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. It's the birthday girl. It's the Dutch of the Dorks, Ashley Fickle. It is not my birthday. Is that is it not? No. Okay. I'm just gonna keep guessing. Yeah, we did this once last year, and I like got actual people like tweeting me, and I'm like, my birthday's in March. It's it's not anywhere I close write, to. I now. should write that down, <laughs> but I'm not going to. No. And I'm just gonna like once every couple weeks be like, Happy birthday, birthday. shot in the dark. <laughs> See if I nailed it. Uh, today is Wednesday, October fourteenth, twenty twenty. Forty three days until Thanksgiving. Episode one thousand forty seven. One thousand forty seven. The Marcus Thames edition. Of the of the podcast, a lot of Marcus stuff. Going Marcus on Thames is a baseball player who I knew existed, and I completely forgot that he played for the Rangers at one point. Nice. He, like I I I I associate him with the um, with the Tigers, but in any case, that's neither here nor there. On today's program, friends. We are going to tell you about the Texas Bowl Game of the Week down there in Houston, the Texas Bowl Spotlight Game of the Week, because I'd tell you about Side Creek and Side Fair. Then we're going to hear from the head coach of the McKinney Lions, our buddy, Marcus Shavers, after their big win this past week. We'll hear from Coach Shavers. And then back half of the program, the glorious in-studio return of Greg Powers for this week in recruiting. So yeah. you want to stay Powers pose. back in for. Do we first work through the door? We sure do. It was Andrew Christensen, Allison Brown, Meese, who is in Louisville, I think. Yeah, Louisville, Kentucky, and Ryan Smyja. Boy, you nailed it. Something. You j- Thanks man. for tuning in, guys. You just, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, as your friend, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. One of us respects you enough to just commit to just saying your name, Ryan. Um, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Let's talk about the Texas Bowl is proud partner of the Mr. Texas Football Award and the Gridiron Legends program. And this week, we are proud to spotlight Cy Fair versus Cy Creek as our Texas Bowl game of the week. 
Uh, every year, the Texas Bowl helps raise funds and participates in community service to support the Del Depelchen Children's Center. And this year, for the first time ever, the Texas Bowl is hosting a virtual online auction uh, from October 5th to October 20th. Bids can be placed at texasbowl.givesmart.com. A bunch of other awesome things going on surrounding this game, uh, including a group of high school players are going to help with a community service project to clean up the grounds around the Depelchen Children's Center. Uh, and they are uh, doing a lot of other cool stuff, including uh, the amazing Gridiron Legends Champions gol our, uh, Golf Tournament coming up here in October. So, uh, very excited to be uh, very excited to be celebrating the um, the Texas Bowl Gridiron Legends uh, Sci Fair versus Sci Creek Texas Bowl game of the week. Um, in a game that is a critical District 17 6A showdown, mm -hmm. um, I spoke with yesterday. I spoke with Jeff Miller, the head coach at Sci Fair. He's the new coach there. I'm talking with Coach McKegg today at Psy Creek. And Coach Miller kind of had to, like, remind... Like, he really wanted to put a underline and say, this is a big rivalry game for us. Oh, yeah. Like, this is a huge rivalry game for us. He's like, we... This is the team we want to beat. This is the team we, we got to go out there and win. Uh, the game we got to go out there and win. And he's a Psy Fair alum. He would know. Mm -hmm. um, and I know he's taking it very seriously. Uh, Psy Fair off to a 3-0 start. They've been fantastic. Um, and they are, you know, you kind of know what you're expecting, what to expect when you're dealing with Cy Fair. You know, they're going to run the ball and they're going to play great defense. That's kind of been the name of the game. Of course, um, LJ Johnson, their outstanding running back, uh, is leading the charge for them. Going up against a Cy Creek team that's sitting there at one and two, but I would, I would, I would say that that is a team that is better than their record indicates. Uh, I think the offense has not been a problem at all. The offense has yeah. uh, has really kind of hummed along. Uh, they've got a variety of different guys they've kind of run out there uh, at the quarterback spot trying to figure out, including a freshman in Brad Jackson. But they are a team that fundamentally is going to try to line it up and, and run it at you uh, with their running back, uh, Nasarian Edwards. This this game figures to be interesting. One of the big questions for me is can Cy Creek get a couple of stops defensively? If they can get a couple of stops defensively, it's game on. I think Cy Fair is probably your favorite in this one, but I think that, that this game could get really interesting depending on how well the Cy Creek defense plays. So It's our Texas Bowl game of the week, Cy Creek versus Cy Fair. It's going on Saturday at Pridgen Stadium. You can check out texasfootball.com for more information there. And by the way, we tweeted this the other day, but as part of our Texas Bowl game of the week celebration, we're giving away two tickets to see the Texans and the Packers at NRG Stadium on Sunday, October 25th. Uh, there, you can if you go to on Twitter at DCTF, you can find the link to enter to win there. Uh, and then this is uh, this is a pretty big deal. You know, you mm -hmm. can go down there and uh, watch some NFL football, Texans and Packers. Packers, of course, always a hot ticket. So October twenty fifth at Energy Stadium. Uh, go to go to on Twitter at DCTF for the link to enter to win two tickets to the Texans versus Packers game on October twenty fifth. Matt Stepp was out and about last week before scurrying off to Canada. Uh, <laughs> and one place he landed was in McKinney. And he caught up with the head coach of the McKinney Lions, Coach Marcus Shavers. Here is Matt Stepp's conversation with McKinney coach Marcus Shavers here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp with Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at McKinney ISD Stadium. Here with the head coach of the 2-1 McKinney Lions, Coach Marcus Shavers, after a 21-13 win over Dallas Skyline. Uh, coach, congratulations on the win. I know it wasn't a thing of beauty, but you'll take the W, won't you? We'll take the W. Anytime we have an opportunity to come out and win and, and with our schedule, we'll take it. Uh, it was an ugly game, but, I mean, you got to win something like that. This team is gutsy. They find a way to win in the fourth quarter. This is the second time we have to win a game in the fourth, and I feel real good about it. 
All right, obviously, uh, you know, first year defense. I thought they were just, there was a story of the game tonight. That's a really explosive and dynamic offense with a lot of D1 talented playmakers uh, at multiple positions. I thought your defense uh, really, really stepped up and shined tonight. Uh, what was the game plan for you guys coming in to keep their playmakers kind of? I mean, you're not you're not going to stop them completely, but to keep them contained a little bit. You know, the biggest thing for us is tough, man, because it's their first game, right? And so you don't have a ton of film of what they look like this year. So this week, honestly, we went in focusing on us, how we're going to get lined up to basic formations that we thought they were going to run, and then reading our keys and executing at a high level. Biggest emphasis we put on tackling. We knew that they were going to make some plays, uh, and, and we had to rally to the football, make sure we get there, hit, wrap up, and run our feet, and we did that. We were able to tackle. Offensively, I know it was a little sloppy. I thought in the fourth quarter you started to finally kind of do some good things and kind of get some rhythm. Um, I know, I know it wasn't uh, something you know. It was it's not going to go down in the in the record books as a as a as a real uh, dynamic offensive performance. But in the fourth quarter, when winning time, when you guys needed to get first downs and put the ball in the end zone, you guys were able to do that. Uh, did you did you what, what was it in the fourth quarter that changed? Was it just you guys executing your stuff a little bit better? I think what you found out was that, you know, that's a team that has only played one football game this year. And I think our conditioning won for us late in the fourth quarter. Those guys uh, were cramping a little bit tired, and we were able to hit that reverse, that 30-yard run that really sparked us and gave us some momentum, gave us a big play when we hadn't had a ton. And so um, was that big play sparked us, and then we were able to punch it in and get a much-needed score. Right now, you got uh, next week. I think you got one more non-district game before uh, before district starts. Uh, what are you looking to see your team continue to improve on as you get ready for what we all know is a really tough district schedule? No doubt, we got to make sure that we go back and we get our offense rolling. We got to go back and execute better up front on the old line. We have to be able to go and complete passes. I mean, this is as bad as I've been offensively. But the thing that I know is that we got enough players and enough coaches and enough time to go in and get it fixed. Glad to be able to get it off of a win. Question for you, coach. We got to ask you. I know me and you, we're guys who like to eat. We talk food all the time. What is the uh, post-game meal of choice after a big win for the Lions from Coach Shavers? Post-game meal of choice, I don't know. Usually, we'll just settle with Whataburger. We settle with Whataburger, but I don't know if I'm settling with Whataburger tonight. I may end up going to the Village Burger. Uh, can get a really, really good burger with an egg on it. With an egg on it, huh? Okay, okay, fully loaded. Well, Coach, appreciate the time. Uh, congratulations on the win. Good luck the rest of the season, and we appreciate what you do for the student-athletes in the state of Texas. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you coming out and giving our football team some attention. Thank you. There he is, Marcus Shavers, the head coach of the McKinney Lions after their big 21-13 win over Dallas Skyline last week. Uh, big win for them uh, to bring home a victory, improved to 2-1 in the year. This week, they take on Sherman in their final non-district tune-up. Excited to see what the McKinney Lions and Coach Shavers can do in this one. So we appreciate Coach Shavers catching up with Matt Stepp after this. We're at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Earlier today, the return of the Power Zone. Matt's, uh, Greg Powers, I almost said Matt Stapp. He's the last <laughs> person who's been in the Power Zone. Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete joined us in the Power Zone to talk a little bit of recruiting, uh, including a big uh, commitment for Texas A&M uh, and a couple of prospects you need to know their name uh, for both 2021 and 2022. Here is our conversation this week in recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete here on Texas Football Today. 
I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers? And this is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete in studio. Okay, in the, tell them where it really is, In though. the Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone. Sponsored by Chicken Express. Brought to you by our friends at Chicken Express. Which has upgraded yum, since yum, the yum, last yum, time yum. that he's been in here. Yeah, the Power, the, the power Zone has gotten a makeover. I like good. it. Look at I like it. it. Looks nice. Lord, look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not, Not me. me. <laughs> uh, Powers, how you doing? Great, man. It's. I'm glad to be here, man. It feels. Uh, before we started taping, Pickle actually made the correlation that this kind of feels like the first day of school. Like I'm back to school today, coming yeah. back into the offices, and I'm excited to be here. Yeah, packed a lunch. It's all good. Get a little <laughs> brown bag in it. It's gonna be good. <laughs> all right, a lot to get to in the recruiting world this week, Mr. Powers. We will start. Uh, in Arlington with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise is Arlington Sam Houston, 2021 safety, JV on Carr. Um, he's up for Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week after a monster game in their win over Irving. 22 tackles, three pass breakups, and a forced fumble. He's a three-star right now. Uh, he is committed to Arizona. Uh, that is over a variety of other offers. One has to wonder if those offers, that offer list is going to grow now. You know, he's one of these guys who's very versatile in the defensive backfield. What jumps out to me on tape, not only his junior tape, but also now getting to look at some of his senior film, is his ability to come downhill and blow up the run game. He uh, is deadly across the middle for wide receivers. You saw that on his forced fumble this week whenever uh, a guy tried to come across the middle and test him. It didn't work out very well. Um and to me, really, when he made the commit, commitment to Arizona, he was a prospect kind of on the rise at that time. Uh, as some of the defensive backs came off the board, Carr was a very intriguing option. And Kevin Sumlin in Arizona has done a really good job recruiting the state of Texas this year. They have some obvious ties here from his time at Texas A&M. And Carr is one of those guys that has that size uh, weight combo that you're really looking for. He could probably even play some corner. He's really talented. And we didn't get to make him – the recruit of the week whenever he committed to Arizona there was some bigger names that came off the board that week so it's nice to be able to shine some spotlight on a good commitment for the Wildcats in the state of Texas and Javion Carr who plays for an Arlington Sam Houston team that's known to, to produce some prospects every now and yeah again. And, and having a nice year so far this year uh you know one thing that I think is interesting is that you're seeing a, a, a diversity of skills here is, is that you know there's there's some of these safeties who uh I'm a center fielder you know what I mean I'm a guy who can drop back and I'm really good at that this you've seen some coverage you've seen some run and hit you've seen some some run support uh this has been this is an impressive tape and it's the kind of guy who can do a little bit of everything uh and and you said that you mentioning that he could play a little bit of corner is intriguing to me too I think speaks to his, his versatility because I'll tell you the run support here is, is very strong as well. I agree, and there were some big schools like Texas that were really looking into Carr before he made his commitment to offer him a spot possibly in at the nickel position. So he's one of these guys that you just can't peg down and say, hey, he's a definite safety. As a matter of fact, when I was writing this week in recruiting, I put DB at first and then mm -hmm. kind of went back and watched some tape, switched him to safety. I think safety's probably his most natural fit, but he's a guy who could really play all over the defensive backfield. Uh, JV on Carr are – uh, from Arlington Sam Houston, our prospect on the rise. Let's get to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, we're going to, I guess, kind of similar area. Uh, we're not going too far. We're going to Grandview for their 2021 athlete, Demetrius Crownover. Demetrius Crownover is committed. The monster at the 3A level is heading to Texas A&M, uh, taking, oh, uh, taking the Aggies over places like Texas, like TCU, Ole Miss, Arkansas, etc., uh, it was a big week for the Aggies on the field, big week for the Aggies off the field. 
Demetrius Crownover is the number five athlete for us in the D- Dave Campbell's Texas Football uh, Hot 100. Uh, and a guy, a guy I'll be, I'm genuinely intrigued to see how they utilize him because it seems like he can do a lot of a lot of different things. Well, he jumps out on tape initially at Grandview as a defensive lineman. When you're six foot seven and you're playing on the defensive lineman at that level, you're really going to open some eyes. But I really like his fit in the Texas A&M offense. I think that he'll probably start his career for the Aggies on the offensive side of the football as a tight end. And he gives a little bit of a different look. You know, they got Jalen Weidermeyer there right now, who's a really good path catcher. Baylor Cup's been having some unfortunate luck with some injuries, hasn't really been able to get on the field that much. But he's a good pass catcher as well, a bigger tight end. But Crownover could be one of those guys who's the jumbo tight end that you can be a true inline guy and can stretch the chains, but also can set the edge for a, a rushing attack that you really need to feature in the SEC if you want to take that team to the next level. If you want to go to Alabama or Baton Rouge and win those games, you need to establish the run game, and they need a big guy like this to set the edge. So I like Crownover's offensive potential in the Aggie scheme, uh, but it's nice to be able to have a fallback plan with uh, – of a guy like that who could flip over and play some defense as well if need be. They also gained a commitment from Albert Regis from mm-hmm. Laporte this week, and that's a huge commitment. He's he's really a, a guy that jumps out to me as, as one of these guys who's really special because he he's a, like their best offensive weapon mm-hmm. for Laporte, and you can read more about his commitment, of course, at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. We've got an in-depth scouting report on Regis's commitment to the Aggies. You know, one thing that's funny about Demetrius Crownover is I think that – I think the the casual high school football fan probably remembers him as the guy who caught the game-sealing – I guess it might have been a jump pass mm-hmm. uh, in in the 2018 title game when Grandview uh, won won the title. Uh, I wonder, I, like, I think that's interesting. That like, I think people maybe actually look at the team and be like, oh, this guy's like an awesome defensive lineman. Uh, that 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 athleticism is going to serve him well going forward. That was the also the pass that eliminated me from winning the picks championship that year. So I do remember that. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks to me, Demetrius Crownover. <laughs> Uh, we're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, the Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Powers Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Let's get on to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week is a youngster from a young program. We're going to Cy Park, talking about their linebacker for 2022, Harold Perkins. He has accepted an invitation to play in the 2022 All-American Bowl in San Antonio. Uh, this is a guy that I, if you're still paying, if you're still just like, whole hog just like buried in 2021 stuff and you haven't paid attention to 2022 that's probably the only excuse you have to not know who harold perkins is because harold perkins is going to be one of those guys that we're talking about a lot in the 2022 class definitely and he's not he's another one of these versatile guys they love to get him some touches on offense he had a very impressive uh 83 yard touchdown run i think it was against cy fair early on this season so he he can get some touches uh, at the running back position as well but he's one of these outside linebackers who is uh, able to be great in coverage Mm -hmm. you know he really feels the game well so he can get downhill and rush the quarterback and sniff out runs into the flats and you know he's very physical tackler but what I really love about his game is his ability to be able to be a natural pass defender and these are the types of recruits that the Texas Longhorns and the Oklahoma Sooners and teams in the Big 12 need to try to land because they can really slow down uh, these powerful uh, you know up-tempo offenses and I guess it would really be 
from what we've seen from the SEC this year, you know, that's really become a pass-happy type of league too. So these these linebackers are very important in today's game, and Harold Perkins may end up being the best of the bunch in the 2022 cycle. Uh, that's going to be pretty good at the linebacker position, especially in Houston, because you got Martrell Harris down there too at the Woodlands who's picking up a lot of attention already. So a couple of guys down there to keep an eye on. Uh, but this week we're giving the shout-out to Harold Perkins for accepting and being nominated uh, for that All-American game in 2022, which pits, you know, 100 of the top – prospects uh, from across the country on and, and gets them mm-hmm. on one field so you can really kind of see who the best of the best are. And everybody's offered him Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Texas A&M, Texas, Oklahoma. So he's got all the big dogs in recruiting. So Harold Perkins is going to be a household name. Absolutely. 100% there. Side Park 2022 linebacker Harold Perkins, our underclassman of the week. Let's round it all out with our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week, we're going back up to the DFW Metroplex, excuse me, to Flower Mound. Flomo, they call it. All the cool kids call it Flomo. <laughs> you call it. Uh, at Flower Mount Marcus, their 2021 quarterback, Garrett Nussmeyer, uh, the LSU commit, uh, had a big, big game in their win over Keller Central. Um, and this is a guy that he was already a really strong, really excellent quarterback, a really strong quarterback. It's early days yet, and I don't want to start going crazy, but so far, I would say that there is ample evidence to suggest that he has taken a step forward as a senior, which is impressive considering where he was. He that step would be starting from. Right, I agree. He's our number two quarterback in the state of Texas. What What is interesting is in this year's quarterback group, there's a lot of top end guys who are really, really good. And we're going to look at some of the highlights from this win over Keller, Keller Central as I'm talking about this impressive quarterback class. But what I think is bad news a little bit for Nussmeyer is that Jalen Milrow, who's number one, may have also separated himself from the pack. But Nussmeyer may have been cementing himself in that number two spot in state uh, as the competition is kind of coming to him. We saw Baron Morton's 10 touchdown performance and kind of talked about that last week. He's a guy who's also on the rise. And right behind Nussmeyer in the rankings, you have Preston stone uh who's really putting up big numbers again in the all or sorry the parish episcopal mm-hmm. offense um i've got to assume that stone walks away this year as you know some kind of record setting type of statistics there he's been playing since he was a freshman you have demetrius davis and caden salter in that top five group and that and think about this byron drones and eli stowers aren't even in the top five so you've got some really talented quarterbacks outside of that group that are going to be competing for this top five type of of positioning in the final DCTF Hot 100 when that becomes available, you know, towards the end of January, heading into February. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how Nussmeyer, if he can stay number two, I think the early indications are that he does. I mean, 71% Mm-hmm. Uh, completion percentage. I mean, they're not playing slappies either. They're playing pretty good teams. 12 touchdowns in the early going, and I think it was 910 yards that he's already collected through three games. So he's well over 300 yards, and, and it was nice to be able to shine a little bit of spotlight on him as he, you know, he made his commitment to LSU last spring and um, has come out of the gate strong for Flower Mound Marcus. A team, in my opinion, Tep, you may be more qualified to answer this, but a team, in my opinion, that has been opening some eyes um, over the last couple of years, I think they're well-positioned uh, to make a run this year. They, of course, made a run last year, but I think they're well-positioned to make another one this year. I think you're right. Number 22 in Dave Campbell's Texas Football Associated Press rankings. Uh, they get a bye week this week, and then they go into district play, where, look, I mean, you look at the district, I mean, they're probably the favorite. I mean, Hebron's going to be in the mix. Hebron's a, 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 a power every single year. I think I think the big matchup with Flower Mound in their season opener will be key, stuff like that. But, but overall, I think you're right. I think Flower Mound Marcus is certainly opening some eyes. He always opens our eyes. 
He's Greg Powers from Nexal Lab. Joining us back here in the Power Zone. Follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow Nexal Lafayette on Twitter. Next level D1. And of course, see us fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, genuinely good to see you. You as well. Uh, enjoy enjoy the power zone as long as you want. You know we we don't uh, <laughs> we'll fumigate it when you leave. So we're we're, we're I'm just glad that. to be in here with someone other than Tepper. That is a win. That's a bit that that's a dub. We're taking dubs on this Wednesday. <laughs> that's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Greg Powers and what's her name? I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, <laughs> please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.